What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Great Growth Podcast. One half of your favorite fat duo here with the other half. That's my buddy, Austin Rawlson. Austin, how are you? How's your day been? Exhausted. We got 16 days till polls close. And get out the vote is engaged. The question here is who's taking the house? Oh, Republicans close. I think so too. I really do. Like I was having this conversation with my mother actually. She thinks that the whole Roe v. Wade thing is gonna make make it easier for Democrats to win by a landslide. And I told her I I can understand like where you're coming from. However, I disagree because that's like one thing, right? Look at what's going on right now crippling fucking debt, inflation, all this stuff. People that are Democrat have finally said, like, yeah, it's hard, dude. It's getting worse and worse. Something's got to give. Right. So I, re- I really do think Republicans are definitely taking that shit. That being said, I wonder what will happen. Because every time we have this, something happens. Some sort of incident some sort of protest. There's always something that happens, especially around this time. And if not that, it'll be some famous Hollywood trial or whatever. Like this whole Elon Musk thing, it's still raging on and I don't understand why, but it's, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where I'm like, people are focusing on that rather than who the fuck's going to be playing a big role in the future of our country. Right. They're worried about Elon Musk and his fucking Twitter bid or whatever. It's ridiculous. But like, yeah, like goes to save Twitter. Right. Let's let's not worry about our country. Let's save Twitter. Fucking. I'm like, I'm at a point where I I used to be. I used to be worried about the future of this country, but I'm kind of not anymore because. I don't think I'm going to be here when it falls apart. I mean, it already is, but I think I'll be like long gone when this new generation fucks it up because they're going to have kids. And you know what happens when two dumb people have kids? They make a dumb kid. Right. So what's going to happen is a whole generation that has like no work ethic, no like real logic of like how communication works, things like that. They're going to create kids and not even know how to fucking deal with that. And they're, it's not their fault. I'm not blaming them. The problem is, is they were failed. But because they're fucked, fucked up, you know, and unstable, they're going to have fucked up and unstable people. And we get unstable children on and on and on. And that's when the country falls apart, which I see happening in the next like 50, mm, maybe a hundred years. I don't think it's going to be like too soon. Or very close, especially when you look at some of the, uh, you know, like recent things like the whole um, essentially hiding or straying away from the fact that child mutilation is being called gender affirming surgery. That's one example of like how far, how far off the cliff we've gone. I think another would probably be, I was looking at this the other day, um, essentially the, the like the laws they're making where uh 
in school districts, certain school districts, they'll fire white people over minorities and things like that. But, you know, I just, I think that um, we'll probably be, me and you at least, we'll be long gone 50, 100 years from now, bro. Like, this country's collapsing. Not even <laughs> really. Well, it's, we know it's probably going to come to end at some point, but that does not mean we should ever stop fighting to make sure it doesn't happen. Well, right. Like, here's my thing, man. I'm so far gone with caring that I refuse to give in. This is where I'm called an old person, but, like, I'm not going to acknowledge the changes. I don't care to listen to the younger crowd. I don't care to conform. I just don't. It doesn't. Uh, it doesn't interest me, and I, I don't give a fuck what happens to me because of it. Like, I'll never stop believing in family, and you know the similar shit that you and I believe in. Sane people. I'll never give those up. So, like, you know, the world can go on without me. That's totally fine. But I'm not going to stop, and I will continue to call out bullshit when I see it. However, I used to be like really scared, dude. I would freak myself out. I'm pretty sure. I'm like. At one point, I was, like, that close to being the Republican version of Greta Thunberg. <laughs> I was freaking out, dude, in my apartment, like, how dare you, looking at the fucking computer screen. And then one day, I was like, wait, I need to go to work, dude. <laughs> like, you know how she needed to go to school? I got to go to work. So that, right. that's where I'm at with that. Dude, Um, I know this sounds insane. A little off topic, but just, just for the sake of, you just, you got to hear this. Um, My inner old person has come out recently. I, uh, you know, Pluto TV, right? We've talked about this before. Pretty awesome app. It's free TV and shit. Right. I found through IMD, um, all of the seasons of Becker on Pluto TV. And bro, I grew up watching Becker like fucking no other. The total old person show. It's like Frasier and Cheers and shit. But it's not that old. It's like 1998 to 2004. So it's more like it's a little more recent than those other shows I just named off. But. I got so excited, man. I found them, and I've been watching them, and I learned some new trick. If you're watching Pluto TV on your phone, if you, like, not exit out of the app, but if you swipe out and then you have the little box playing, you know, on the left side or the right side of your phone, if you just skip ahead while it's during a commercial break, it'll skip the entire commercials. Like, you just got to Yeah, you just keep skipping them, and then when the show comes back on, then you flip your phone and put it back to full screen. (laughs) I learned that the other day. I was like, yeah, fuck these commercials. Because they're they're not long, but they're like a fucking minute and a half, dude. I don't have time for that. But anyway, I figured I'd bring that up because we're talking about generations, and I'm definitely like an old soul at heart. But that being said, did you hear, um, since we're on the topic of politics, did you hear about, uh, I was reading this, I think it was this morning, about what happened at Matt Walsh's speech that he did for um, oh, some college campus. Like these protesters showed up as usual. Yeah. And uh, they started like graffitiing shit. And I guess at one point, one of them was like eating pages of the Bible or some weird shit. Dude, yeah, you gotta look this up if you get a minute. I didn't watch any of the videos because uh, I'm pretty biased when it comes to videos. I don't like. I don't really want to see any of the videos because I know I'll immediately believe something like most people that watch CNN. So I'm like, I can't watch the videos. I just want the article and then I'm going to read multiple sources because I found that each source always says something different. If the event sounds the same though, it kind of makes sense. 
So this one, what I'm looking at is like, what was it? It was the University of Wisconsin. So like protesters arrived as usual. They're trying to shut down a speech that he's giving, Matt Walsh. And there was like 12 of them, 12 yeah. protesters. So I guess they were shredding the Bible up and they started eating the pages. And one person in particular went on to like the, uh, this is like, there's like a statue out front or whatever. Come, it's come, it's for a, a, a Veterans Day or no, no, it's for a specific veteran from what I'm reading. So I guess what they did was they spray painted on it and they put a bunch of different stuff. But one that stands out is trans women are women. Equals like fuck Matt Walsh or whatever, which that doesn't make any sense at all. Like those two don't go together. But I'm laughing because I was looking at it on Facebook and like, you know, one of my friends, he's like a hardcore Republican. He posted the article on his page or on his profile. I'm looking at it and he writes in the caption, no, they are not. Grow up. Like, <laughs> and then you laugh because I've seen so many of those where people will take the like, all the trans women or women things, like the little posters, and they'll cross it out and put women or women. <laughs> like, <laughs> or trans, it's all just trans, it's not. <laughs> Some of those are funny. You know why it's so easy to make fun of that whole topic, man, is the whole trans thing is like very easy targets. I had this conversation with my mom like yesterday, or no, it was like the day before. We went to go eat at Wendy's. It was a very fun mother and son date. Uh, yeah, bro. Good old Wendy's. Hey, and we... Wendy's is better than going to the prison cafeteria like I used to. Oh, Jesus. That was really good. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were talking about politics and all that, and she was like, I don't care if people are gay, dude. I really don't. And I was like, I, I honestly don't either. There's a, always been this misconception that I hate gay people, and I'm like, no, I, I don't hate gay people at all. I just don't care about it. Like, Remember when we had my buddy Duke on and he was talking about this and he was like, "You, it's your choice, you know, it's your right to cut your dick off, but don't try to convince me that that's normal. And I like full, I fully agree with that. I'm like, yeah, no, you do what you want to do. That's fine because I'm full on pro freedom. You can do whatever you want. Just don't bother me. Yeah, don't sexualize kids. That was another topic we got on because my mom didn't like that I, I could tell a little bit that she didn't really like that. I was like, no, that's not normal. She's like, well... And I was like, no, it's not normal. Like, you cannot convince me that homosexuality is normal. However, I do not care if you commit to it. That doesn't affect me. But when you start saying, like, that my kids have to be gay and shit to fulfill your fantasies and that we need to talk about all this shit that involves children, very young children, that's that's where I get kind of frustrated. I'm like, no, no, no. I don't, I don't want any of that. You do what you want, dude, like, especially behind closed doors, because, man, I'm a weird person. I don't like seeing people make out in public. Straight, gay, it doesn't matter. I just don't like seeing it. I think it's fucking disgusting. It reminds me of being, like, it really just reminds me of teenagers, because let's be honest, you only ever see teenagers doing it, but when you see adults making out, you're kind of like, ugh, how fucking old are you? Like, a kiss here and there is okay, but... I'm talking about full-fledged, like, Pornhub making out. That's fucking disgusting. Whether you're gay or straight, it's just nasty. Yeah, I don't, don't see it. Don't be groping your significant other in yeah. Goddamn Park. But, yeah, it all comes down to that, like, I don't care if people are gay or trans. None of that bothers me at all. It's just don't enforce that on my children or me because I don't right. 
A, I don't believe in it. To me, it's a cover-up for gender dysphoria. We know what it is. But since we, since we can't be adults and, like, say that's what it is, then leave me out of it. You know, like, don't fucking come fucking up my piece because you can't find your own. Like, I didn't, I didn't do that to you. I know who I am. You don't know who you are. That's not my problem. I wish you the best and, like, hope that you get all the help that you get. Matter of fact, there's a guy, and I'm going to say it, it's a guy. He's been posting videos on, like, TikTok, and I guess he's, like, really famous. It's about, like, he posts videos about being a woman, basically. It's this really annoying dude that jumps around, and I can't remember his fucking name. I think it's, like, David or Dave something. He jumps around and shouts, and he dresses up like a woman, and he, it really kind of looks like a satire. It looks like he's actually making fun of trans people, but I guess he's not. I guess he's, like, legit about this shit, and he went and met President Biden and shit, and he's supposed to be speaking at, like, um, some award ceremony for women. I'm like, wow, that's a real slap in the face to women that actually work hard. I'm trying to remember who his name is, but, like, I first heard about him from Ben Shapiro, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've, like, seen videos of this person. But I legit thought it was a comedy sketch. Like, I thought this dude was just bullshitting. But maybe he is. Maybe he's really just yanking chains and making people think he's being serious. But apparently he's got a full-on uh, TikTok page where he's posting videos about what it's like being a woman. And again, it's a man dressed up like a woman, acting really like a uh, stereotypical woman. Like, oh, my God, nah, 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 nah. Like, shit that you've never actually seen before unless it's a dumb blonde. Right. That's why, that's why I thought it was fake. I was like, this dude's clearly bullshitting. But Have you seen that? Video of live on te- oh, Jesus, live on television. There's some tranny, and he's like playing the piano live on like on like channel four somewhere, and he's playing the piano. Stands up, rips his clothes off, <laughs> completely naked, fake boobs, penis dangling around. He then takes his penis and starts playing the piano with it. Live on television. What? Uh, that's disgusting. What? Where did this happen? Um, like this week. What the fuck? And it was like what a commercial or something? Oh, it was like a live, a live transgender activist strips naked on live TV broadcast, plays that's piano disgusting. with his penis. Transgender comedian appeared on television to play a song, only to strip naked and begin playing the piano with his penis. Jordan Gray sang his expletive-filled song on BBC's Friday Night Live about his transition experience as a trans woman. Quote, this is the coolest night of my life. You're watching me experience the coolest night of my life, Gray said, before taking to the keyboard. I look out in the face of this room, and wish that I could crawl back in the womb, he sang, and start again against God's plan with different glands and smaller hands. I wish the world would finally understand I'm more than just a female Russell Brand. What in the actual fuck? On live television, this was allowed to? This happened on live television. See, if a man did that, though, and he was straight, he'd have been called like a chauvinistic pig. He'd have been called borderline rapist. Oh no, we're gonna watch it, aren't we? That looks like fucking Bro, that looks like if that chick from Seinfeld 
had kids with Howard Stern. Yeah, it's creepy. It's disgusting. What is that thing? Oh, man, it looks like if you dropped something in the toilet and pulled it back up and all the extra hair came with it. That's disgusting. Oh, God, it's going to pull a stick out, isn't it? Imagine being the person there that was like, I'm here to just to support trans rights. I didn't know I was going to be masturbated on. Yeah, and that, being like the producer, like, I just lost my job. Uh huh. He's like, <laughs> it looks like I'm going to lose my job, but I don't give a shit. My producer sucks anyway. <laughs> Leaps over those pussies into the end zone. Holy fuck. I like that one announcer, or, um, not announcer, fucking. What do you call that? Broadcasters, fucking speakers during a baseball game. They were talking about San Francisco for the, yeah, for, it was like a baseball game. And he's like, all right. Didn't know they were recording. And he's like, we're here at the fag capital of the world. (laughs) Whoops. And he realizes what he did. He knew right then and there he was done. Oh, God. What channel was this on? The BBC. Well, of course, BBC. Oh, no, here it comes. Ah! Oh, that's just, that's good. At least it got cut off. I didn't want to see it. Ripped it, and um, you can see the very, very blurred image. Just completely naked, jumping around. Oh, You should be registered as a sex offender. Yeah, this is apparently what's called being progressive and tolerant. Um... Oh, damn, it stopped recording. Yeah, we're back. Oh, okay, I was going to say, what the hell? That's fucking crazy. We just had the entire... We were talking smack by the BBC, and they came after us. <coughs> I hope it got the first part of that. Yeah, it did. There it is. Now yeah, we're it, just it, it, it got us. It just... um, It just... When I hit, uh, I went to hit um, stop sharing my screen. I think it made hit stop recording. I didn't even know I could stop the recording on my end, but I guess I can. That's okay. We'll just all combine them. So for those of you that don't know, we had a technical difficulty. Um, British news invaded us. <laughs> Somebody, took our, we've been canceled. PayPal's been notified. I'm going to get a $2,500 fucking fine now. wonder... I wonder how much truth there is to that. Supposedly they're saying that was sent out in error, but I wonder if that was like a real intention. No, it was definitely they meant to do it on purpose. They did. We're gonna do it. There's just so much blowback. They were like, "Oh yeah, we definitely can't do that." Well, yeah. I wonder why they thought it was such a good idea. I I really think that they must have thought we'll fully get support for this. No one's gonna freak out. Right. But so many people freaked out. Even people on the left were like, "Ah, this is kind of crazy." But that's because, you know, hey, money, when money's involved, it may, it freaked me out for a little bit, dude, because <clears throat> I didn't wait till they came out and were like, oh, yeah, no, that was an error. It freaked me the fuck out so bad that I was like, oh, dude, I talk shit all the time. So I completely removed PayPal from all form of payment. <laughs> like, I still have it, but I was like, oh, fuck, it's hit the shit out of me for a minute. Like, I'm not going to lie, they really had me going for a minute. I was like, damn it. I'm going to have to pay all this money for talking about how I believe in the nuclear family and how I don't like chicks with dicks. I'm original. Bum, bum, bum. But I guess if you like seeing chicks with dicks, you can watch this show 
live and you can see Howard Stern and that chick from Seinfeld making babies and then that baby goes around flopping a dick in the air. Yeah, no one wants that at all. Let me ask you this question just because I've been called a piece of shit for asking it. <clears throat> Don't you think there's really no such thing as a child appropriate drag show? No, there's not. Right. That's like, like that's like saying is there is a that? child is there a child is there a child appropriate um strip club? The answer is no. Yeah, like what the fuck? I was having this argument with a friend of mine who's not like liberal. He's very non-political, but he was like, "Hold on, if there if there is a way to make a drag show appropriate, I'm sure that's okay." I'm like, "No, it's not okay though, dude, because the idea of drag is dressing up like in a sexual way. It's not necessarily the content of being a man dressing up like a woman. It's being a man dressing up like a woman in a sexual way." Right. That's still disgusting. Like that's it's not at all the part where men are dressing up like women. I mean, even that's to me, you're a bad parent if you take your kids to some shit like that. That's that's beyond taking them to a concert because you couldn't find a babysitter. But saying that there is such thing as an appropriate drag show for children is kind of the equivalent of saying that there is a such thing as safe abortion. Yeah, exactly. Like you can't really argue that because it's still murder. And with the drag show thing, it's still putting kids in front of, like, full-grown men dressing up like fucking, you know what I mean? Like, it's not necessarily the content. I think it's just more the fact that there's women dressed, it's men dressed up like women in a sexual way. Right. So to say that it's appropriate is, like, borderline. Again, yeah, it's it's kind of aligned with, like, that, oh, yeah, there is such thing as taking a kid to an adult film where they can see people fuck and it's appropriate. It's it's just weird, but he like I said, he's not really a political person, but he was talking to me about it and I was like, uh, sorry, bro, I can't see eye to eye with on that one. I don't even care about the fact that it's dudes dressing up like women, it's just more that they're dressing up sexually in a certain way. I don't yeah, think you can see it at all. Period. It's a strip show. It's a it's strip, strip show. show. Yeah. It's kinda of like going to a strip club. That's how they started, actually. It was in strip clubs. I was watching this documentary on it. And don't ask me why, I was just bored as fuck. I was like, I need to educate myself on why this is such a big deal. And apparently, it does start out like in strip clubs or like in really small coffee joints. So yeah, they were like strip clubs and you know, like they were they were strip shows and that's where they originated from and they come up into being full out, like fleshed out, just called drag shows, even though that's what they essentially were. Now, I know people are going to try to fact check me on that. You can Google it. That's where it came from. Whether there's a document on it or not, that's how it started. Like, nobody was in their basement like, you know what we should do? A full-on show where we dress up like the opposite sex. Well, unless you're talking about, like, 80s metal bands, like Motley Crue and Poison, the ones I like, they were dressed up like chicks. But that was the end thing, I guess. Yeah, they were definitely jumping around and dancing around in high heels. They really but, uh... were, man. It's going to be very just... interesting. This um, election cycle is going to be very interesting. Uh, <laughs> it's very clear Republicans are going to win, win um, back the House and by a lot of seats. I mean, yeah. there's very few questions to win it back. There's arguments of how big of a margin is going to be taking it back. Uh, but the Senate is quite a bit more interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where it goes from there. Yeah, because right now the Senate is 50-50 Republicans, Democrats, and 
There are a couple seats open right now. And um, so uh, let's see. There are a couple seats that could go either way. And uh, so it's Nevada, Arizona, Colorado, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, and New Hampshire. So that's seven seats that are up. Oh, and I guess we'll give credit to Democrats to say North Carolina and Ohio. Hmm. Okay. So that's nine total Senate seats that are up for grabs. Um, so there are 46, there are 29 Republican seats that are not up for election. 34 or of 36 seats for Democrats. Right. That um, aren't up for election. So there, but there are also, there are, four, there are 17 safe seats for Republicans. And there is nine safe seats for Democrats. So, uh, and that's counting Utah as a safe seat. I don't buy this bull crap that this random independent guy is going to beat. Um, beat Mike Lee. Um, but anyway, so uh, there's nine seats that are open. And so we give, we give Lee right now in Colorado, Bennett and O'Day. Uh, Bennett is polling polling consistently seven to nine points higher than O'Day. Unfortunately, it does not look like O'Day is not, is, isn't going to win this thing. Um, Trump came out and wrote a whole letter about Joe Day, about how, how stupid he is, and how he's anti-MAGA and how he hates Republicans. He's not a good Republican. So that probably sunk Joe Day's chances. Um, it's going to qu- qu- uh, crush a lot of Republican turnout, unfortunately, it looks like. Um, so Colorado is probably going to go to the Democrats, which starts total at 46 and 46. Um, stay on the West. We've got Arizona. Mark Kelly is consistently polling um, about three or four p- points higher than Blake Masters. That, uh, that, Blake Masters is a horrible uh, candidate. Really bad. Um, and Mark Kelly is kind of like a nice guy and he's known as kind of a middle of the road guy who's supposed to be uh, supposedly against Joe Biden and everything even though he votes lock and step with him. Um, right. Mark, but um, Mark Kelly, they had a debate last week and Blake Masters had some, did some really, was really, really, really good. Um, but I don't see Blake Masters winning that race. And it looks like Arizona is also going to go to Democrats, which right now would give Democrats a one-point advantage. But in Nevada, uh, surprisingly, (coughs) you know, every year um, Democrats are all like, oh, Texas is finally going to turn blue. Yeah. But it never turns blue, ever. It never does, yeah. Republicans have been doing this with Nevada for a really long time, saying, ooh, Nevada is gonna turn Nevada is gonna turn red. And it never does. This right. year um to risk repeating a uh something people have said for years that's never happened. I think this year I, I've always been that Nevada stays blue. Right now I think Nevada it goes red and 
Center, um, Masto, she actually loses. Um, where did she go? What is her first name? Cortez Masto, anyway. Um, Nevada's, um, yeah, Catherine Cortez Masto is going up against a really, 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 really good candidate in Adam Laxalt. Adam Laxalt's killing it. Uh, I think Adam Laxalt wins this race in Nevada, which would be huge, flipping Nevada um, red. Keep working our way east here, Wisconsin. Dem Republicans have a lot of really bad candidates. Democrats have some really bad candidates. One of those bad candidates is here in Wisconsin. Um, his name is Mandela Barnes, and he's a crazy, <laughs> insane Black Lives Matter, um, defund the police. We need to get rid of police officers when there's All problems. Crazy we, should, we should send like we should send um, psychiatrists to um, respond to these calls and everything. Horrible, radical person. Ron Johnson's really popular in Wisconsin. He's going to win that seat again. Um, and it's going to be plenty easy for them. Then, we've got Ohio. Um, so, Ohio has J.D. Vance, who's going to win. Also, not a really great... Um, not a really great candidate, but I think it was J.D. Vance who they were um, they were doing a, having a debate. It was so good. They called him like a horrible racist. No, no, this was in Arizona. This was um, Blake Masters where they called Blake Masters a horrible racist because he wants to build the wall. And he goes, it's despicable and nasty. He called me racist. Because it makes my kids who are of biracial, my children that are by beautiful, bi he called them beautiful biracial babies. I was like, gross. Don't, oh, ever, fuck. don't ever use that terminology. You use, you've got a great point here, but don't ever use the term beautiful biracial babies ever yeah, again. What? That was extremely disturbing to hear. <laughs> but in Ohio, J.D. Vance, um, writing a little bit too Trumpy, but I think he's going to squeeze his <clears throat> out. Because Ohio has turned so red over the past couple election cycles. Right. Um, North Carolina will give some credit to um, to um, Democrats in um, um, Sherry Lynn Beasley. Sherry Lynn Beasley's a solid candidate, but Ted Budd is fundraising his butt off. He's close to friends with the um, guy who's retiring, um, Richard Burr. And Republicans are going to take North Carolina, and it, people think it, it. It people are thinking it's going to be much closer than it actually is, um, on the terms of races that are way closer than they actually. You're going to be. Um, people think it's way closer than it actually is. Is New Hampshire with Maggie Hassan, his current senator, right. um, Don Bluke is running against her. It's not going to be close. New Hampshire is going to stay blue. Uh, people think it's way closer than it actually really is. Um, so we've got two states left. Right now, if if my predictions continue as they say, Republicans already have um, are at 50, Democrats at 48, which means Republicans now 
just need to win one race and they will hold the um will get the um majority back and the first race we're going to talk about real quick is georgia um where Raphael warnock who's the current senator um is running against yeah. Herschel walker how about them cowboys um Herschel walker is a former <laughs> dallas cowboy running back oh no um he definitely has cte um he's got a like you know those <clears throat> fake badges that like yeah. state patrols give to celebrities He's got those from yeah. State Patrol, and he told them news that he, he was should, that he has special privileges because he received this badge. Why privilege? I'm kidding. <laughs> um, but I think oh, in the God. end, Herschel Walker pulls it out just slightly over Raphael Warnock, just because of how good the system is. But it is so close; they're polling in a dead even heat. Um, it could go either way in Georgia. I personally think Herschel Walker wins, but it's going to be really tight. The yeah. other one race that um, Republicans need to win is Pennsylvania. Now, Pennsylvania was Republicans' greatest opportunity to hold a seat. I mean, of all the, these swing races, but they had to go and screw it up and nominate Dr. Oz. Dr. Oz, what the fuck? The Dr. Uh, Oz that, that your mom used to sit and watch tell you about oh, it. Yeah. Take these special diet pills and you'll burn a billion calories. He has these special fancy diet pills. That is who Republicans nominated in Pennsylvania. That's ridiculous. Um, Some celebrities though, man. The reason it is such a huge... Um, the reason it is such a massive... A, a massive opportunity for Republicans because Democrats nominated a guy named John Fetterman. And John Fetterman is an absolute dunthead who is the goofy, he's one of the craziest looking dudes I've ever seen run for office. He doesn't wear suits, Tony. He only wears hoodies. He's doing like the Mark Zuckerberg when he shows up at these yeah. things. Yeah, and ho- and you, he's got hoodies. He's got hoodies on, and and he's got Carhartts. The Carhartts are on. Carhartts are on. Carhartts are on. Have you seen that video? Yeah. That's stupid. I'm just letting everybody know the Carhartts are on. But what drives me nuts about Pennsylvania, okay, is they had such a great opportunity to nominate McCormick. Right. <laughs> Excuse me. Instead, they did Oz because Trump um, endorsed Oz. Of course. It's always um, with celebrities. But Dave McCormick. Awesome guy. I was so pumped. I was like, Dave McCormick's gonna be in Senate. He's gonna be awesome. But a bunch of these Trumpy populist losers were like, oh, he's a neocon. We can't have him. Oh. Right. Same people that are like, Ben Shapiro's a, a Nazi. And so a bunch of people decided it was a great fun idea to have this lady named um, Jackie Burnett run. 
and she split low, and Oz barely edged out right. in that race. Um, now, the issue with Fetterman also is Fetterman, when he first announced, Fetterman had a stroke, like a very major stroke while running. And he didn't Jesus. drop out. He decided to keep running. And right. he, he has serious... <clears throat> Like, if you think listening to Joe Biden is bad. Yeah. Listening to um, Fetterman is ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? He'll he'll start. The issue is he'll. But we're going to talk about something else. And then we'll be sitting here and we need. He said, we're going to go with an Obama and abortions need good for ladies. You're like, what did you just say? Good for crazies. I was like, what in the world? And, and he, has very, he has audio processing issues. So you like speak directly to him and he yeah. hears it. His brain won't. His brain isn't um he doesn't understand you. He'll hear you, but he won't understand you. So when he does interviews, what these, uh, what TV stations and newspapers and stuff are doing when they're interviewing him is they're giving him a teleprompter behind him that right. reads off what they are saying so he can read it and understand it. Because he can't read it. He can't understand it if they just say it to him. What the fuck? And so that race is actually really close because... Dr. Oz is a horrible candidate. Well, it's, you know, they vote for horrible candidates. So, I mean, it's not a shocker, but it's one of those things, you know. So it's John Fetterman and um, Oz. And right now, Fetterman is polling about one to two points higher. Now, they have a debate coming up next week. It's the only debate they're doing. I think that debate is going to close the gap. And with the polling errors that happened in Pennsylvania, they uh, undersample Republicans all the time. I think that Oz does beat John Fetterman. Right. <laughs> um, fucking nightmare. And if he does that, Republicans will have the majority in the Senate 52 to 48. That's my official prediction is that Republicans take the Senate 52 to 48. They lose in Colorado, Arizona, New Hampshire. Or they or they they Democrats win in Arizona, Colorado, New Hampshire. Republicans win in Nevada, Utah, Iowa, right. Wisconsin, Ohio, North Carolina, Georgia, and Pennsylvania. But the big races to watch are going to be Pennsylvania and Georgia. Right. Who win, Republicans need to win. Republicans have to. They have to win Wisconsin. They can't lose Wisconsin. Republicans right. have to win Ohio. They absolutely cannot lose Ohio. And Republicans have to win Utah. There's no path to a um, majority if they lose Utah. Democrats likely have to win New Hampshire. They have to win Colorado. They lose either of those. There's probably not a real chance for them to hold the majority. Um, if they lose Colorado and New Hampshire, they're not. There's no way they're winning Georgia or Wisconsin or Nevada. Yeah. 
of the seats for Republicans to pick up Nevada, Pennsylvania, Georgia. They have to, they need those seats and Democrats need to hold Colorado and New Hampshire and then Arizona, Wisconsin um, are going to be the, and Nevada are going to be the big ones here that really decide the election. So watch out for those ones. Okay. And, 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 inside, we, and, and um, co- congressional wise, Republicans are going to take the House by 30, 40 seats. I fucking desperately hope so, man. This shit's got to change. It's out of control. I don't care what the backlash is. There can be protests. I don't fucking care. That's usually what happens anyway. Before we close this up, though, I do have a weird question for you. So, Tulsi Gabbard, did she, like, change her fucking view on abortion? Because she used to be, like, pro-abortion. Well, I think Tulsi Gabbard is still pro-abortion. Well, because, like, she's been being herself, more or less, and talking more shit about Democrats, even though she's running again as Democrat. I just remembered at one point, I was like, well, I liked her, but the pro-abortion thing was kind of funky for me. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard is a is a hippie who was a Democrat, but now she's joining this stupid um, popular swing of the Republican Party that's a bunch of isolationist hippies that don't want to do anything in the world, but right. also believes in raising taxes and using government as an iron hand to destroy people. And, All that crazy shit. Yeah. Basically, um, I don't. I don't get this um, hero worship of Tulsi Gabbard. She's still a disgusting, despicable loser who likes to murder babies and think and um, and thinks that the United States should have no um, role on the world stage. Well, if she's listening, Austin has made his opinion of her very clear. <laughs> if she wants to come on the show and tell and defend herself of why she's not a despicable loser of a human being. Um, I would love for her to do so. I'd be down. That'd be awesome. <laughs> but I'll get my buddy. I'll get my buddy Ben on here. He loves Tulsi Gabbard. He calls him. He calls her Mommy Tulsi. Jesus Christ! Like, <laughs> like the opposite of Daddy to Santa's. <laughs> um, we'll keep you guys in touch, especially on the next upcoming episode. We'll walk into this again. Otherwise, thanks guys for listening. Unfortunately, we've hit our end of the road mark um if you guys like what you heard here and you want to check out more you can find us at the great earth podcast.com you can also find my separate podcast on there grave shift with tony Trujillo. and you freaking losers who are watching this and are registered to vote in the state of colorado vote for pam anderson you freaking narcs i'd vote for pam anderson just based on the name that's good clickbait <laughs> but austin buddy i'll see you on the next one adios